What's up, guys, and welcome back to The Dish. Sorry for the wait. I know we've been undergoing some changes. Uh, we're actually no longer going to be The Dish after this episode. We're going to be The Bench Warmers. And to my fellow Bench Warmers, we have an interesting show today. We're going to be talking about the fall of LeBron James. And let's get right into it. Well, the fall of LeBron James is, is really sad in me. I mean, I would have never saw this coming. I mean, I kind of spoke about it in my other podcast, you know, how this would be a chink in his armor if he didn't make the playoffs. Uh, if you guys want to go back and look at that, just type in the dish featuring God and Michelle. But uh, just focus on the new bench warmer show. I think it's better. But anyway, yeah, um, it's really sad to me. And um, everybody's riding him off. Uh, but I believe that they still can make the playoffs, in my opinion, because he's still King James. And, uh, you know, you can never write him off. Nobody ever thought he would come back from 3-1 in the finals to win that championship, although they did get helped. But but still, you know, the fall of LeBron James is, is really is really sad to see, man. You know, the guy goes out there every night. He plays, can't even say he plays hard because he's not even playing on defense. But, you know, he hasn't been playing on defense for the past three to four seasons, and it's really now getting exposed. But, um... Besides the defense, the fall of LeBron James, I really think, is just falling on his bad habits that he has, you know, gained over the past couple of seasons and the past couple of teams that he's been on. For example, um, this this first started, uh, I believe, when he got to Miami. And, um, you know, they had the rough start and, uh, you know, they had the great expectation of not winning one, not two, not three, not four. You know, I, I feel like LeBron James fell in love with winning so much or he wanted to chase winning so much and chase Jordan that at times, you know, he, he forgets about his teammates and he isolates his teammates. But the difference is, you know, when LeBron James was on Miami Heat, you know, he had fellow co-stars in Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, let alone with those fellow co-stars, he had a lot of veterans, you know, that wanted to play with him and play with that team because they, they believed that it would lead to a championship, which it did. But, you know, he had a lot of veterans on that team, which knew, which, which helped them know what they needed to do to help LeBron bring them a title, meaning that they knew their roles. You know, uh, Mike Miller knew that he was a spot up shooter. Uh, Ray Allen knew that he was a spot-up shooter at that point in, in his career, uh, coming off of screens. Uh, Dwayne Wade knew he had to be the isolation guy. Chris Bosh knew he had to be the third party to Dwayne Wade and LeBron James. Chalmers knew he had to play defense and he had to hit threes. Um, who else uh, on the team? Shane Battier knew he had to play defense and hit threes. Uh, Rashard Lewis knew he came there to hit threes. Joel Anthony knew he had to be the scrapper guy, you know? So those type of players already know their or knew their roles with the team. Now, going back to the Lakers, this is a young core who's still finding out their games. You know, Brandon Ingram has seemed to really been coming into his own these past couple of games or the last month, actually. He's been playing really well. And, um, you know, Lonzo was still finding himself out. Kuzma is still finding himself out as well. He's going through stretches of doing great and then going back to being bad. You know, he's really been inconsistent. But I feel like it's because LeBron James really is isolating out his teammates. 
you know, early in the season, they had the, the trade rumors with Anthony Davis. And, you know, that really doesn't fall on, on LeBron too much because it, it should fall into management with Magic Johnson and, and Rob Palenka because, you know, you, you're letting this information get out. When you're trying to do a trade, not all the information should be leaked. You know, that you're trying to get this player and that you're, you're, you're giving out all of these players. You know, you're giving out uh, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo, Kuzma, first round pick. You know, that, that information shouldn't be out there. And it points to LeBron James because, you know, management wouldn't do it without LeBron James, you know, input. So now the team is looking at LeBron James like, wow. This is how you really feel about us. You're ready to get rid of all of us just to go get this guy, Anthony Davis. So when the trade fell out, it's like, how do I play with this guy? He just wanted to trade me. So, you know, I feel like with the young team, with all the cryptic tweets that LeBron James puts out there, he's calling them out on social media. He's talking about them to reporters, you know, saying, you know, if you're distracted at this point, then maybe this is not for you. You know, guys guys here don't really have that experience uh, of making it to the playoffs. So, so what are they really playing for? You know, you can't really say things like that to a young core because in this day and age, you know, they're always on social media. Social media is a big thing. So they're going to see that. And, you know, they're going to see the comments of how they're saying, yeah, they stink or, yeah, they should have got traded for Anthony Davis. We hate this, da-da-da-da-da, you know, and it's going to have a toll on them emotionally, which is going to affect their game physically. And, you know, LeBron James, at this point, he's the leader of that team. He has the most experience on that team. So they look to him for certain things. And so the guy that you're looking to is ready to ship you off. So how do you play with that? So I feel like, you know, he isolated his team, his teammates. But he tried to make up for, you know, after a couple of wins, like, you know, I love my team. I wouldn't change it. But it's too late. It's too late. You already, there was already put out there that you wanted Anthony Davis. So he, he kind of, you know, tried to put a Band-Aid on a wound that's already, you know, so deep and damaged, you know. And um, another way I feel like, you know, his bad habits has caught up to him is that he never really builds a relationship with his coaches. You know, uh, Mike Brown got fired. Um, David Black got fired. Tyron Lue ultimately got fired. Um, and Luke Walton is, is now going to get fired after the season. You know, um, he never really builds a a great relationship with the coaches. And even even if they, you know, hire a new coach and, and that team does well, it's always going to be put on, you know, LeBron James is the head coach of the team. LeBron James is the GM of the team. You know, they never really get the full credit. And so do the teammates. The teammates never really get that full credit. When the team is doing good, oh, it's LeBron James gets all the glory. But when the team is doing bad, they blame the teammates. This is the one year where the microscope is really being pointed towards LeBron James. And they're seeing that all the little things that he's doing, they're seeing that the cryptic tweets are not helping. They're seeing that the lack of defense that he's not playing is not helping. They're seeing that he's not being able to galvanize the troops. You know, his leadership has really been terrible this season. Terrible, terrible this season. And I'm going to give you another example of the bad habit he has of isolating his teammates in um, Cleveland these past couple of seasons before he got to the Lakers. Um, you know, another thing that he would like to do is um, I would watch the games. I would clearly let, you know, watch him let defenders go right by him and go to the cup. And then he would look at Tristan Thompson 
Like, where's the help defense? And he'll yell at Tristan Thompson or he'll yell at Kevin Love. You know, he always had somebody he could point the fingers to. And because that he was carrying the load and that they were winning, you know, it, it, it didn't really affect the team too much because they're winning. Winning heals all wounds. It keeps all rumors quiet because you're winning. But when you start to lose, that's when people get agitated. Things start to come out. And everybody starts to see everything. You know, so winning really helped Cleveland, um, you know, not really be too much in, in the limelight. But you would still hear stories about, you know, the, the team's dysfunction and everything like that. But they were winning. And um, that's another that's another way I feel like, you know, he isolated out his teammates. He isolated out Kevin Love at times, you know. Uh, we're not taking the picture with Kevin Love, you know, calling out Kevin Love and, you know, not not making sure that Kevin Love is a part of the being a part of the team, being being, you know, being loved and and, and you know, having that friendship with them. I mean, now you hear about them going out and things of that nature, but they're no longer teammates. And LeBron James has really, really, really dropped the ball this season with his leadership. I feel like he's iced out his teammates to the to the point where. They really don't want to play for him. Like Brandon Ingram, I don't know why last night he didn't play. Uh, well, a couple nights ago he didn't play. They say he got a, a, a shoulder injury in practice, which which sounds crazy to me. Uh, Kyle Kuzma is not going to play tonight uh, because of an ankle injury. Lonzo Ball got injured weeks ago, an ankle injury that he should be back from, but he's not coming back. It may not be LeBron James. He may not want to play for Luke Walton. Because uh, he has a short leash with Luke Walton. Anything that he does bad, Luke Walton gets on him. He doesn't really allow him to play. But, you know, everything is really coming back. And it's falling on the shoulders of LeBron James. And it's really going to really put a chink in his armor for you to make eight finals appearances. And you go to the West. And you're not able to even make the playoffs. It's, I mean, his legacy is already set. He's one of the greatest players of all time, if not the greatest player of all time, which I don't believe he is. But you can definitely make a case for it. But it's definitely going to be a chink in his armor that you went to the tougher conference and you couldn't even make the playoffs. You know, so that means the cakewalk that you had in the East was really a cakewalk. It's, it's now like he's really being exposed. Like, yeah, now that you see it's tough, you really can't make it. But, you know, LeBron James is no longer in his prime. We all can see that, you know, his age is really starting to show or maybe it was the injury. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I feel like back to the uh, bad habits that he's really gained over the years. You know, I feel like he fell in love with winning so much that at time he isolated out his teammates. And um, a great example of where the times before Miami. That's where every that's where I fell in love with LeBron James. That's where I uh like you know the Cleveland games, he'd be doing all the handshakes, he memorized all the handshakes, he'd be taking the fake pictures with the Cleveland Cavaliers, you know, he'd talk about Gauskis is his guy, Anderson Varish was his guy, or Booby Gibson was his guy, Mo Williams was his guy, you know. I feel like that's where it was more fun for him. Everything wasn't just about winning. Although he did want to win after losing so many times, it wasn't, you know, it was it was fun. It was fun to watch LeBron, you know, watch LeBron James play basketball. It was fun to watch his team. 
now, you know, as the times get older, it's not really fun to watch his team. It's fun to watch what LeBron does. It's, it's fun to watch how LeBron orchestrates the team. It's not really fun to watch the team, you know? Um, but yeah, you know, I feel like if he can go back to that, you know, actually catering to his teammates because he's not playing with veterans anymore. He has some veterans with Rondo, Lance Stevenson, JaVale McGee, but they, their impact on the team is not as great as the impact that the young core has on that team. So he has to change his attitude with the young core. It's not really, you can't really have that keeping it real mentality with them. You can't always keep it real. Although it's, it's best to keep it real, you can't really have that keep it real mentality with them. You're supposed to have that pat their back mentality because they're young. I know it sounds like they're babies and everything like that, but you know, hearing some good compliments from from one of the all time greats could really help. You know, tell them like you know, although we lost this game, I like the way how how Brandon Ingram played tonight. If he can give us that every single night, and if Kyle Kuzma could get back to his scoring ways, I feel like we're an unstoppable team. Uh, you know, Lonzo, I know you're out right now. We need you back. Hurry up and get back. You know, certain if he could say certain things like that, I feel like you know. The whole aura around the Lakers would just change. I feel like it would just change because now they feel like, okay, he wants me here. Not only he wants me here, but you know what? Let me let me work in the gym more. Or let me let me let me do certain things. Let me do the, the scrappy plays on defense. Let me let me do the extra things for this guy because you know he could really take us to the promised land. And at this point, I feel like the, the the environment around him is so toxic that maybe the season could be over. Uh, maybe Kevin Durant was right. I don't know if any superstar really wants to play with LeBron James after a season like this. Uh, and if they don't get like an Anthony Davis, a Jimmy Butler, or somebody, this free agency, I don't think that LeBron James will ever touch another finals appearance, let alone a championship ring. Um but, you know, I, I believe these are some of the things that played into the fall of LeBron James. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, if you want, you can follow me on Snapchat, NV underscore God's Gift. It's the same thing on Instagram. I really haven't been posting too much on Instagram and Snapchat. But I'm definitely going to be more active on there. And um, welcome to the bench warmers. We are no longer the dish. So my fellow bench warmers, please stand up. No, bench warmers is not a bad word. When I say y'all bench warmer, it's not that you sit on the end of the bench and you're not doing nothing. It's because we are not athletes. We can only watch the game and enjoy the game from the sidelines. I wish I could call it the bleachers, but <laughs> the bench warmers sound better. But I hope you guys enjoyed the show. And um, make sure you guys keep listening and uh, enjoy. I'm out.